Um, yeah. Uh, before we start, uh, you owe Lucy Warrington £4. I owe her £4? Yeah, yeah. Is that the big news you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, because you're in the sweepstake, at the Superla office sweepstake. Am I really? We need an extra person. So <laughs> you right. got lumped in. So I figured live on air, I'll tell you who you've got. Do you mean for the World Cup? Yeah, for the World What else for? I don't would it know, be for? Like a horse sweepstake. It's for the World <laughs> Cup, Rob. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you have, in reverse order. Oh, that I have more than one team. Four teams. Wow. So you get one from each seed. Uh, let's see. You've got Australia. Right. They're, okay. they're probably not going to win it. You've got Colombia. <laughs> you've got Egypt. But you have got Brazil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? There's uh, And I've got Germany. <laughs> so it could be me and you in the final. That's nice. So hold on. What, what does the winner get here? Money. That's why you put money into the so, sweepstakes. How, but how much money? We There's eight of us have put money in. Right. So what's eight times four? Um... <laughs> is that it it just feels like there should be more <laughs> yeah 32 that's not a lot of money is it no Obviously but you also it. get your money back so it's actually yeah it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> 28 pound the thing is we also talked about breaking it up into like a second place and a third place yeah. He said second place and a third place, and then Damien said um, something for so- someone coming last as well. I was like, well, I don't know really how you come last. Yeah. And also, we're not going to give any money because there's not a big pot of money to give any. We should have maybe put more money in. I think we should. <laughs> I'd definitely put I'd definitely put a tenner in. I was like, let's put 50 quid in. 50 each? <laughs> that makes it interesting. Yeah, especially I've got Germany, yeah. you've got Brazil. <laughs> the thing is, people are going to be more reluctant to put money in now. <laughs> it's, we did a live stream of our, of our draw. Did you? Yeah, you can watch it. So just to show that it's not rigged or anything. So. Can we put it on the uh, on our Twitter page? It's on YouTube now, so we can oh. put it out on Twitter. Oh, nice. Um, so there you go. That's it's news. funny, the, uh, the work sort of, Things like that, and it Keep, yeah. keeps every, keeps morale going. Keeps everyone. I happy. worked at a company years ago, um, and it must have been the must have been 2010 World Cup. They did a sweepstake, but they didn't do seeded teams. So one person got um, Germany, Brazil, and Italy. I was like, "So you're going to win it then?" Because really, that's three of the four, five teams that could possibly win. It. Oh no, they got Spain. Sorry. Spain, Germany, and Brazil. Yeah. And you're like, well, you, you've won. Then. We'll just give you the money now, then, instead. Um, so we did ours seeded, because it's the only fair way to do it. Yeah. Lucy wanted to do it. You just get four random teams. I was like, no, nah, that's not going to work. So you, you owe Lucy four pounds. I owe Lucy four pounds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the day the dog came into the office podcast. It's back to just being me and Rob again. Um, it's better that way, isn't it? Uh, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can try and get guests on, but we don't, you know. I've actually got a lot lined up. Have you? I've, I think I've got five people lined up wanting to do this podcast. Can I just say something to you? That shirt's too small for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every shirt is too small for me. <laughs> I, but I can see your stomach. <laughs> I know, but it's annoying when you get that sort of moment that it just sort of, yeah, pops what open. What size shirt is that? Is it a small? It, since I've had a baby. Well, I've not had a baby, but since my wife's had a baby, I've just eaten nothing but shit and sugar and 
and what size shirt is it, Rob? It's it's a small, isn't it? There's no way that's it's a medium. medium, I think. Not uh, in a month of Sundays is that a medium? <laughs> so anyway, um, today, yeah, it's just back to being me and Rob. We've got two topics to talk about: uh, office space, as in where you should work, and not the film. Not the film. I don't like the film. I like the film. It's good. It's got all, it's like a cool following, but I don't think it's very good. <laughs> I don't think it's very funny. I've tried. It's Mike Judd. Judd. Yeah, Judge. Judge. He was from Butthead and yeah. Silicon Valley and stuff. It's all right. It's a bit. It's got a cool following. I don't think it's that good. I've got a horrible taste in my mouth of Fly Killer, <laughs> and it's actually burning my tongue. Yeah, we had a fly in the studio. And uh, three flies. We had three flies in my studio. And and flies in a studio is not a good thing. No, especially when we were just flying in front of the microphone. But it's burning my tongue, is that right? Uh, no. What does it say? <laughs> <laughs> it says, do not get in your mouth. Do not eat. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't eat it, but it was in the air. Where does it say that? No, it doesn't say that. Surely it has to be non-toxic. I have got a, a, a headache. <laughs> We're going to die live on a podcast. It's flammable and it can kill fish, apparently. Yeah. And is that the news? What news? The fo- is that the... Because you, you declared to me as you came through the office, I've got some big news. It is big news. Yeah, but I had all sorts going through my head. Like what? Like massive sponsors on the podcast and all no, sorts of things. No, nothing like that. Uh, like thousand followers. But we've got, you have to put, we've put in effort in to get there. Do you know what I, mean? I can tell you how many subscribers we've got at the moment. It's not, it doesn't make great uh, podcast stuff. I think my mum just subscribed as well. Did she? Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Like, what, <laughs> what does she look like? My mum. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like me. <laughs> 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 you gotta tell them how many photographs of you you sent me this week, Rob. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying out my new camera that I bought. You sent me, you sent me six photographs of you. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll tell you how many subscribers we've got. This is rubbish. Wait, just you asked and. We need instant. We need instant, instant news. We peak at around about 120, 130. That's a lot of people, isn't it? I'm happy with that. I'll yeah. take that every day. All right. Apart yeah. from next week where you want more. <laughs> right, okay. So what are we talking about? Hmm. Office space. Office space, yeah. What? Um, you've got a studio. I have a studio. It's taken me four years to find the space that I really wanted to work in. Were you actually looking for four years to find a space? You wanted to no. Work? No. It just it sort just, of No. Felt. When you actually decided to get a studio, it probably only took you about a month. This didn't take me long at all. No, no, days. Someone just said, there's a space. Do you want to come look at it? So Came and looked when, at it. Why did you somehow, make... I was the owner of a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember making that decision. So you haven't been looking for four years. You've no. worked around in a bunch of different places for four years. Yeah, basically, yeah. What do you prefer then? Because you've worked, similarly to me, similarly? Similarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Similarly to you. Similarly to you. <laughs> uh, you've, worked in, you've worked at home. You've worked in a shared uh, sort of communal yeah. space. Like student digs almost. Yeah. But then didn't you work above a hospital or something? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I worked in a place in uh, Huddersfield. Uh, the only reason I worked there... I feel is, really is... sick because that fly spray. Right? <laughs> I'm really dizzy. The only reason I worked there was because... Um, 
I, I wanted to commute my, uh, help my wife get to work every right. day. If I faint, yeah. Do, be, should we pause? No, I'll, I'll be all right. I'm not feeling great though. Really? Three days. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> We're high right now Ooh. on fly spray, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. You did something with your wife. I wasn't listening. I was drifting in and out. I went. I went with my wife to. Um, I feel a lot. I feel a bit. <laughs> <laughs> really fucked my head up. <laughs> Maybe having it in front of me still isn't a good idea. So Basically, I I was at the base for a long time, and and that was because you introduced me to, yeah. to the pl- to, to, to yeah. Yeah, because the place. you needed to. You were giving your wife a lift to work. Yeah, and know. that was the reason I did it, and yeah. um and um. And I I enjoyed it because it was kind of getting around people, and it was people yeah. who were creative and. Um, and you could just mess around if you wanted table to. Table tennis and, and yeah, but I think when you're starting out, it's it's important to do that, really. Yeah, and I had I worked from home, took on a member of staff on his first day. We moved into the uh, base space in Huddersfield, big, a sort of attic. Uh, I'm seeing massive. It was part of an old mill, and it was just full of illustrators and designers and um, <clears throat> sort of different people who did. Similar but different craft to you. So still doing design or creative or anything. But we were no filmmakers. Oh, no, there was one filmmaker in there as well, I think. But we were very different clients. And it was uh, I like liberating things to get out of my fucking bedroom after like six months of being in my bedroom working. until. And the thing it was, I would work until two or three in the morning every morning just because my desk was right next to my bed. So I was like, I'll just fucking carry on working. I may as well. And getting out and going actually and being around other people was really fucking great. And people who don't work for you as well, it was great because you're like, it wasn't about work per se. You could actually have fun, hmm. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So when you're starting out, those shared spaces were great. But I, I don't understand it, right? So, I mean, if you go back to the caveman times, mm-hmm. right? Oh, God. We always go back to the caveman times. <laughs> 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 That's... I think that's the real us, though. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we've lost that sort of. What the real me and you? No, the real human is during caveman times. We were like, yeah, that's that. You know, if you go back, we haven't. Our brain hasn't really changed at all, right? In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, put that one out there as well. Right. It's your opinion. Yeah, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. right? Because so cavemen, for... we've changed since being cavemen. <laughs> no, we, no right. Neanderthals, and then you had. Our brains are pretty slow. Do we've got like the fastest ones out of anyone in the animal kingdom? It takes us a lot. I mean, you compare us to robots, right? It takes us quite a long time to learn. Yeah, right. Something. But we had to build the fucking robots. <laughs> Our brains are quite big. But it does, like. No, but even even if you take um, the the compare us to robots. What are you on about? The, you know the uh, you know when you have panic attacks. Right. Right. It doesn't really make sense to have panic attacks, does it? In some situations, it's like there's no panic, there's no danger to life, right. but we're still in that. We can still get into that mode, and it doesn't even make sense why we do get into that mode. But because it... we're still, ani- we're all animals, right? <laughs> we're all animals. Where are you going with any of this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to get. <laughs> this fly spray is great. <laughs> What I'm trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to get? Talk about being in an office. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you on about? If you go back to Kidman times, <laughs> did they need to find a space to work 
Because they just did it from home, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck are you on about, you madman? <laughs> like, we all seem to have this need to get out the house yeah. and go and work somewhere, even if we are presented... I don't think cavemen work from home. No, but if it, even if we're presented with the idea of being able to work from home, it's horrible. Like, it's not but really, why, is it? why is it horrible? What What is the reason why it's horrible? What I, do we need? <laughs> uh, I don't think it is horrible, though, the idea of it working from home. It can be. When you work at an office, when you work for another company... The idea of working from home was, that was the thing that I wanted more than anything else. Because, largely because my, my wife was working from home. And get up in the morning, she'd give me a lift to the train station, it was very nice for her. But then she'd go home and she'd just get back in bed. Yeah. And I'd get <laughs> on the fucking Transpennine Express to Leeds and just be depressed. <laughs> so working from home then was like a proper thing that I wanted to do. Um, but then after a certain point, you're like, I think I need to be with other people. What are you doing with the, the mic, Rob? Pointing it to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about the the audio levels. I'm worried about the amount of fly killer I ingested. <laughs> it shouldn't be burning my tongue, should it? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think the working from home thing is whatever we were talking about. What are you worried about? Why do you keep staring at the computer? No, I'm just. I'm not. <clears> I'm just thinking. Right, but I don't think. We're making much sense. No. No, I think work, the thing I hate about working from home, and I still do it, Like so, so sometimes I think, I'm not going to go in the office today. Right. And I quite like that. You, you know? like the option? Yeah, I, I do like the yeah. option. And to be honest, I think every, and this is going to come to our next topic, isn't it? Because um, I talked about, we're going to talk about flexible time. Yeah. But working from home, eventually, I can't do it anymore. Like, I have to. Yeah. I have to. Uh, I but have then, to just get out there and go somewhere and be around creative people. But then you come in here; it's you. Yeah, no, exactly. Just I hate sat it. Here on your own. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But then, so this is no different to you from working. I I recently. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? I subs- I subscribed to the University of Leeds Library. Right. So I like I pay an annual fee. Right, and then every so often, when I need a bit of me time, I need to like work on me or my business a little bit, you know. Right, I go down there and I work amongst students. Right, and that's quite nice. When you say work on you, yeah, what do you mean Not by like that? Like the secret, but just like <laughs> just work on like my business stuff. So like my right. PR or news story. But or... you're talking to those students when you're there. Is it just no, the no, idea of being around? No, exactly. Just the so... idea of being around people who are learning. Yeah. That's quite quite nice. Right. Quite like that. You just there to try and get stoned with all the students. <laughs> <laughs> On flies, <spray>. Yeah. But, <laughs> <clears throat> I think you have to go somewhere where you you feel, um, or I always have, where I feel I can have a conversation. Yeah. My biggest issue is when I go and work in the office, um, I distract everybody. Yeah. I, I am that. I am way better at home because I could just put some headphones in and just shut everything else off. And just properly work. Because if I'm doing an animation... Oops, sorry. There's WhatsApp message. Oh, is it from your WhatsApp group friends? Yeah, the warrior babies. <laughs> what are the warrior babies up to? <laughs> they all listen to the podcast. Oh, They're they? really excited because they got a mention. Oh, they got another the mention. Yeah, they got a mention in episode five. Five? Well, just now. Is this episode five? Yeah, this is episode five, yeah. We need to not have fly spray before we do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not working properly. Um, 
Yeah, because I, I distract everybody. And if I'm doing an animation, I can I can shut myself like off yeah. completely. And that's better for me because I can actually concentrate. If I'm in the office, I just start talking to people about stuff that they're, they're, they're like, I've stopped talking to me. And if it's a sunny day, it'll get to like three o'clock and I'll just start saying, when can we go to the pub? <laughs> and then because there are people around me who actually do all the work, they yeah. just they sit there going, I've got work to do, Stuart. So you're it's, the manager telling them you want to go to the pub? Yeah, and they don't come to the pub. They don't come. <laughs> no. And then you're just on your own at that point in the pub <laughs> on a Tuesday, which is pretty depressive. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that the... The point is, when you start, you find yourself working at home because you think it's the smartest thing to do. Going and finding a shared space that was relatively cheap, <clears throat> I found that was some of the best money I was spending at the time. I was never there. <laughs> no, you didn't. You you were at the to begin with. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you stopped coming in for whatever reason. Well, it's, it was a bit of an effort going travelling to. Uh... Huddersfield but you have to give, yeah, but you have to give your wife a lift there. So yeah. you sort of drove to one side of Huddersfield and then drove home. Yeah. Didn't come to the office. But by the end of it, I, I wasn't going in there either. Yeah. Damien and Tom were working out of there all the time, but I wasn't going anywhere the, the near The thing it. I like about working in communal spaces um, is is you can all give each other work. You can. I didn't I'm, give you any work. No, you no, used I, to give me work. Yeah, yeah, I used to give you work and I used to give everyone else in there work. That's the only reason well. I went. I mean, I think that's the only reason everyone else went. No, I get like... <laughs> Peter O'Toole, not the dead actor, the illustrator from Huddersfield, we gave him work and we gave Dean work and Danny Allison work and we gave people work because it was pretty good at seeing the value that other people could add to my business. Yeah. Rather than, like, if we, if we needed to do a storyboard, um, there was no benefit of me doing it because it looked like shit stick men, <laughs> like potato heads with <laughs> arms coming out of it. <clears throat> or um, I'd just pay someone hundred pound and they do it and, yeah. and the person is sat right next to me in the studio um but then we got to a point when the location had uh, um we had to move because i went to live in rome for a year and then when i came back i wasn't going back to huddersfield so i took an office in leeds which is just superla and it's great but i do miss I miss the space, the size of the space, because that space was massive. And yeah. We had a table tennis table and we had games consoles and all sorts of stuff. Now, it didn't get used that, that often, but the fact that the option was there was good. And now we don't have any of that because I haven't got enough space yeah. because my office is in the middle of but Leeds. What was it like working in Russia? Because obviously you had to run Russia? a in, in um Rome. Rome, that was it. Same place, <laughs> isn't it? What was it like? <laughs> it's got a World Cup on the mind. <laughs> what was it like working in, in Rome? Because obviously Russia. you had to keep the business running like, uh, from that far away. Is that is that achievable? Yeah, yeah, easily. Especially if you're doing, like we were doing a lot of animation. It was totally doable. Like, a few clients that were worried about it, but it is completely doable. So you told your clients? Yeah, yeah. Um, There were a few that... I think there was only a couple of clients I didn't tell, but I didn't have a lot of communication with them. I didn't have to see them. They were based in London anyway, and we were based in Huddersfield at the time. It was There was never a benefit to us actually sitting down and talking because we'd just get a project in and we'd just get on with it. So for all of the animation stuff, like, I didn't really do any filming... Um, I did a lot more animation. I just sit out there in Rome and do it, and it is completely achievable. It will be a lot more difficult after Brexit because you won't yeah. be able to go and. But live why did somewhere. you come back? Uh, the business started to grow and change. We started to do more filming, 
and the filming dictated that I was back a lot more. And in the end, I spent I think eleven thousand pound in travel in one year. So right. I was like, this is not this is not sustainable. So we had to come back. Based on that, but the business was growing and changing, and we just had to come back because of yeah. it. Yeah, which is, um, it was great, and you could easily do it if you're a freelancer. It'd be dead easy. Mm. I don't know why, you know, unless you've got a family or, um real ties that you don't at least try and live somewhere for six you've months. got to have a certain business to be able to do that though and animation obviously is very easy if you're to... a storyboard artist or a designer or yeah. you know there's a lot if you're a writer there's no reason you have to be sat by somebody yeah. you know the reason you have to be able to you know in the way the bigger organizations that we work with as well they never see us yeah really yeah, yeah. they have no need to see us they just send us the projects or send us the details of what we need to do and we get on with it <clears throat> you do have to manufacture your, your your life to run that way, I think. Um, you you could sit there and go, oh, but I need to see my clients. So, no, no, you've manufactured that to be that way. You don't have to see your clients at all. A phone conversation or a conference call or a Skype yes, sure. is doable. Yeah. So you, I could go live in Bridlington. <laughs> Would you try and be the cyclist of the year? <laughs> yeah. No, that was um, that was somewhere else, wasn't was it? it? Was it not Bridlington? No, that's not Bridlington. How far away is Bridlington? It's uh, is that where you live now? No, it's where my fam, uh, where I was brought up. Oh, it? sorry, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, of course, yeah. you could. You don't have to. I don't. If anything, it's fucking easier to live in Rome than it is in Bridlington. Yeah. It's probably you, you, I <laughs> could get from Rome to Leeds quicker than you could from Bridlington. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> two hours. I uh, used to find that. I could fly back in the morning and be at a meeting at 10 o'clock in London. No way. Yeah, yeah. Fucking the up. most annoying one was when I got all the way back um, to Leeds at half nine for a meeting at quarter past ten. Uh, as I got off the train, um, I'm sorry, it was the but Yeah, so I flew to Leeds, got off the, no, flew to Manchester, train from Manchester to Leeds, step off the train, and uh, the meeting gets cancelled. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, just cost me £400. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you get did you generate any work ever over in Rome? No, not really. It's not it like um, you didn't go to networking. No, nah, I mean Italy's not probably not the right place to do that anyway. If you're in Germany, maybe or something like somewhere like Madrid, Rome's probably not because Rome's just chaotic and it's nuts. Mm. I don't think you know Italian companies that are the best sort of reputation for working with some a company like mine and working with English companies. So I was a bit like, you know what, I don't need to get involved in all that yeah. politics. Yeah, but. <clears throat> there is no reason you can't work from wherever. I think people use lots of things as excuses, but those excuses are essentially just fear, things they're scared of doing. Mm. Like um, people say, well, I, I need to go and see my clients. I need to go and do this. I need to, well, you don't. You've not explored the idea of not doing it. Yeah. You've just shut down to the idea of doing it because people are comfortable. But then I did find people would say, Oh, I wish I could just, you know, drop everything and go and work somewhere else. I was like, I didn't fucking drop anything. Yeah. I took it all with me. Yeah, yeah. It was And spent a lot of money. Yeah. It but the, <laughs> like that was the travel. I didn't have to do the travelling back, to be fair. I'd have got a daughter, so I'd you know mm. travelling back to see her for weekends and stuff. It was expensive, but I do remember when <clears throat> going to flexible time now. I do remember when I worked for um an agency. Right. There was always a time when you kind of like sat there thinking, "I've got nothing to do." Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> and you just and you just sit there and you you like pretend that you're doing something, or you, your mind's just like, I don't know. You just it's so stressful, it, like not having anything to do. I've got a friend who's a junior designer at an agency, 
um, who is for like the last two weeks been playing Sudoku. Yeah. Right? And I think she, she's had to go to the agency and be like, you need to give me something to do. Yeah. I've got a mate who's, uh, who uses Excel in his job. I think he's an accountant or something. Yeah. And he's worked out how to create a cricket game using Excel. <laughs> right? So it looks like he's working on Excel, but he's playing cricket. Get another fucking job at that point, isn't it? It's get another job. I, we, I used to work at, there was a, the company I used to work at that went bust, um, there was two actually, two in a row that I worked at that went bust. And by the end of it, you were doing nothing. Like you just sat around doing nothing all day. And every now and again, someone would be like, I can steal you for five minutes. And you go, I'm busy. I'm not busy. But you get into, yeah. the problem is you get into a rut that is almost unescapable mm. because it's really difficult to get back into the mode of working. I found out after I broke my elbow last January, it's taken me probably 12 months to get back into the, mo- the, like, the yeah, mood to yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Because once you stop, it's really difficult to get into it. So say you're working at a company and they're not giving you any work, and yet they still make you stay there till six o'clock. <laughs> it's really difficult for you to come in the next day after you've been so fed up and they're like, I've got a project that you need to start working on right now. You're like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to. But as a manager, would you want... <clears throat> How would you want your staff to? I'd want them to go home. Really? You'd, yeah, you'd yeah. say If you're not no you, work, yeah. yeah, go home. Right. And you will find... Because, I mean, in a way, they're going to be giving that back, aren't they? Because in our industry, deadline-driven industry, they may need to work extra hours. Yeah, yeah. So actually, if you're a little bit more flexible with them, yeah. then... Everyone's more flexible with you back. I don't... Hmm. I have... Um, I really don't believe in making people just sit in a place because you're paying them. Hmm. They can be better more creative more invested you could say to them all right you don't have to be here because you've got no work to do but go spend the afternoon looking around galleries yeah. go spend the afternoon duvet in the library day. do a duvet day if you want <laughs> i don't really matter just just make sure you're learning play Fortnite. you can play Fortnite if you want <laughs> look i honestly don't give a shit as long as when that person when works in that person's ready to work yeah rather than the, the other option which is that person, you've made them stay in for two weeks in the, in the office until six, and then they're really unmotivated, and then a project comes in, and they've got to, you just got to expect that person to pick everything up and go again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's unrealistic. Mm. When we've worked in jobs, when I remember you telling off a member of staff who asked if you could go home, hold on, because no, no, there no, was no. genuinely nothing to do. No, 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 no. That was uh, well, you weren't there though. No, no, no. I heard about it after after I started. It wasn't like that. That's right. how I got told it. Well, it was that this I, I had let someone go because they did extra hours, right, over the weekend. Yeah, and and, and it, I said, fine, you know, you can go. And right. then basically, this other lad, yeah, decided to put his coat on and followed him out the door. Right. And I went, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> and he says, "I'm off." And I said, "Well, why?" I said, "I said you're here to work." And he says, well, he's going, so I'm going. And I said, no. That's not uh, the way it was explained no, to me at all. No, that's and, that, and basically um, we had this big argument and I just yeah. said, look, just fuck off. Right. Well, I didn't say it like that, but I basically said, just go. Just, you know, and don't come, I, be, I think I said, don't come back. <laughs> right. And, um, and I don't think I was actually in a position to do that, right. really. Um, but I was, I was there to manage and you know, yeah. look after Because he said to me, he didn't have any work to do. He had literally no, 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 nothing it, to do. It, it was, it was um, 
No, I don't think he did, no. This is the thing that bothers me, because people just expect... But it's a culture thing, isn't it? It's like... It's like... That... It didn't feel like that kind of place where you could be open with each other. It was, no, it, you weren't it, allowed to be. Were it you? was. It was. Um, you couldn't speak openly about it, and and it, there was this fear factor. And I think that keeps people not being able to speak up and not be able to do things. But I mean, if you really f- look hard, you can find something to do. Like, Wait, can I, I you really, though? I struggle with dele- I struggle with delegation. That's one of my yeah. my weaknesses. Well, can say. you? You say if you really look, you can find something to do, but. Other than teaching yourself yeah. new things, yeah. but why? You know, I wouldn't make someone do that in the office, for example, because you don't learn. Like tutorials, for example, is an example of a really bad way of learning hmm. because you don't actually take anything in. All yeah, you do yeah. is someone says, "Press this button now," and then press this button, and then press this button. And if you ask them to repeat that, they'll go, "I can't remember what I do." So it's not a way of learning. Yeah, yeah. And in an office, um like one, some of the ones I worked in in the past where there was nothing to do, they're also not good learning environments mm. um, because it's still the space that you're in that you're expected to work all the time or not work all the time. So it's this, I'm probably explaining this wrong, but learning should be done away from the desk that you work on all yeah, the time. sure, yeah, I agree. And I think that bosses do struggle to understand that. Like we worked at a place where they wouldn't let you work from home like ever. And I remember saying, when it snowed one day, it like snowed to the point where it was like, you couldn't, the buses were not getting down my road. Yeah, Lucy couldn't drive me to the train station. I rang and said, I, I can't get in. He says, well, you need to try a bit harder. I was like, because he said, have you left your house yet? I said, no, have a fuck left my house yet? There's like four foot of snow outside. <laughs> He's like, well, it's not very, you're not very committed, are you? It's like, is it commitment? Or stupidity, because I would call it stupidity to go and try and make a four-hour journey into the office yeah. to then essentially get stranded in the office because yes. it was like a blizzard later on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Give that person a day off, especially when there's no fucking work to do in the office anyway. Yeah. Like, just think a little bit. <laughs> and that's sort of, I think maybe it's a generational thing, though. Yeah. Because I... I know people who are older than me who run businesses that will just never let their staff work from home. Yeah. And I I don't get it. I It does boggle my mind a little bit um, because I don't see the benefit of... I, if, someone got, if someone got up in the morning and looked at the traffic, say they had to drive across the M62 from... Say they lived in Huddersfield, had to work in Manchester, and they looked at the traffic one morning and it was like a massive accident. There was three-hour delays. Yeah. Why would you get that person to sit in that queue? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think it's... Um, I, as long as they get the work done, right? Mm-hmm. As long as deadlines have been hit and yeah. everyone's happy, clients happy, whatever, they're doing good work. Yeah, it doesn't... I, don't, I really couldn't care less. No, I do... I, I'd like to see that they're still engaged. They might not need, be needing to work, and I'm not asking people to work the way I do, which is I spend most of my time reading and trying to learn things and take it and trying to come up with different ways of working and new creative ideas. I'm not asking people to do that because it's like an addiction. But I do want people to constantly be aware, even if you've not got much on. Maybe instead of doing the properly relaxing thing, maybe spend an hour in a day reading a bunch of articles about how to animate better, how to 
how to grade better, how yeah. to edit better. You know, be aware and keep on top of that because that's how I, that's how I think people learn best when they do it sort of unconsciously. What about going doing a bit of a team team building? I, we've done one, uh, or have we done one, or was it just a piss up? Um, go ape, was it go ape? We didn't go to go ape. Um, have you done team building things before? What? Just me? I <laughs> know. Oh, when you went to other companies, um, I tell you what, my mum. No, I don't think I have. My mum works for a big company, and they do like the team building things where you have to, you know, you've got two planks of wood and you have to get from one side yeah. of the room to the other. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck did you learn from it? It's gonna be. Is it? Will it bring you closer together? Do I don't. It? I don't think it does. I think it is. I think you'd hug after that, though, wouldn't you? I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, I don't think it actually does um, as much as people think. Because I think that people go, oh, this is showing that we can all work as a team. So like, well, that should, you should know that anyway, because that's basic human nature that we know. The thing is, right, I was uh, um, at a conference um, recently uh, called Risky Business, right? Right. One of the videos... Was in the film? It, it was. was in the film? No. With Tom Cruise? No. All right. No. And one of the uh, videos that we're creating um, is with regards to... Uh, speaking up for safety right i've done a lot of videos about that yeah. yeah but it's like in particular like they talk about the nhs or gps you know, right doctors etc and if they spot a problem or mm -hmm. something that's that could cause a patient to be at harm yeah would they stand up and would they say something or is this this issue with hierarchy right do you know what i mean like oh it's like, not my problem yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. or or um they just don't feel like they're, it's their place to say something. Yeah. And it's like, how do you create that? Well, they talk about culture. How yeah, do yeah. you create that to be able to do do that? And I would imagine those sort of team bonding experiences. You'd get to know people on the higher levels, you know, and that, yeah, that would, would maybe help. I know? think if you're having to move two planks across a room with 30 people, your problem is bigger than, yeah. you know, than, than, than that day's going to fix. I think there's two Can things. We move that, planks, me and you. We can. We are two fucking planks. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I think if you do, like, I would never get my guys to stand in a room and say we need to get this plank across the room. We've done an escape the room uh, for our Christmas do. That was teamwork and yeah. team building, and it. But I think that's a reflection on how we are as a team. It wasn't teaching us how to be a team. Why don't you all make a short film together, like in one day or something? I can't I make short films every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that I find those things. That's all you get from it is sitting around looking at your team, going, "Well, we fucked up that task," yeah. or "God, we did that well." You don't actually take anything from it. If you actually, um, like, I think we talk about we we do a lot of projects at the moment where we talk about causality. The only way people learn is to understand the cause and effect. Hmm. The plank across the room thing is not going to do that because you're like, what happened? Well, big fat John couldn't stand on the plank because he's got no balance. That's what we learn. And that's sure that's great for him, isn't it? You know, he's got really full morale at the end of it. Or that Janine can't take orders. Well, we knew that anyway. Yeah. I don't think you learn anything from that. But uh, isn't the whole point of it, coming back to our first point, isn't the whole point of it to get out of the routine and be, uh, get out of the office, you know? But is that, if if you're having to do that, if you're having to get your team out of the office so they feel like they're out, your problems are bigger. People should not feel like going to the office is a drag anyway. I think there's your, your culture issue. Taking them out for a day once a year <laughs> just means that 
I mean, I just spoke to my business partner about this. He does a load of workshops. And he says, when people come out, some some people come out to these workshops and you've got people who just want the day out of the office. Some people who genuinely don't want to be there because they think they're too busy. And people who are there just to eat a million free sandwiches. Yeah. Right? That's the three categories. Get on, there's one more, which is someone who's actually there to be involved. That one that's actually there to be involved is who you target and everything. The other people can fuck off. Yeah. For all, because they're not engaged anyway. To be honest, you. Very soon, right? We're going to be doing nothing anyway, aren't we? <laughs> what do you mean? Right. So, I mean, if you did you see this Google Talk thing? This like keynote, the edit thing where it can edit. No, not... the Google thing was was about the the phone call. Oh did yeah, you see yeah. that shit? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So some fucking AI robot, yeah. right? Can make can call up a hairdresser for yeah. me and make a booking, and she thinks it's a real human. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fucked up, right? But it's just a Turing test, isn't it? That's been around for a long time. And it's getting better, but people... It doesn't mean that you're going to get replaced. No, but I, I think what it means is there's a lot of things that are being... that are making my life easier that... Yeah. I, I don't have to leave... I don't have to leave the house. Well, no, but you, you do, because actually, what they, there's a... There's a um, Christ, I can't remember what the writer is. I'm terrible with names. But a guy who wrote Was it about, Gary? It was Gary the writer, right? <laughs> so Gary wrote <laughs> about um, the journey of civilization, where it actually would end up. And it would end up at a point where it would focus, its citizens would focus more on art, culture, and entertainment because menial tasks would be taken care of by menial machines. So you never get... What you do is you actually what these things do is give you more time hmm. how you use that time is entirely up to you but you should use it to better yourself as a a more cultural and the four hour work week not that fucking nonsense either because that <laughs> is a, that is just uh, why do you how many self-help books a week do you read <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't I, these are, maybe they're the only two that I've read, but I, have I to don't believe them up you. In the first five. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get more. In the four-hour work week basically means you sit on your ass for the rest of the time. But I'm saying that you get to a point where your work becomes more about you creating rather than spending your time ringing mm. a fucking hairdresser. The four-hour work week was about you outsourcing your life. It, yeah, which I think is ridiculous because you should basically it's saying you can do nothing and outsource everything. So you can spend more time with your family and your friends. You're like, actually, I quite enjoy working. I quite enjoy creating. I don't want to outsource all of it because I'll be fucking bored. <laughs> so so I, that is nonsense. It's like, it's just a big title, the four hour work week. You're like, but it's never going to be that because I like working. I think the, also the idea was that rather than waiting until the very end of your life, yeah. when you you're fucking dead <laughs> to have a retirement yeah right it's like to have mini retirements in your life that's from that guy who does uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago the guy does every seven years mm. every six years takes a seven yeah, year yeah. off and basically just takes 10 years of his retirement and spread spreads yeah, them across his thing that's absolutely fine but if you um isn't that just a midlife crisis a little bit, yeah. We're going for one of those. I don't know, <laughs> <are> we? <laughs> That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think that you do. You like the point of work that we do is, and I'm a big believer in that you you get satisfaction over out of making something, and like ringing the fucking hairdressers. Great, Google can ring the hairdresser and book a hair appointment for you. Why we're we having to waste our fucking time doing it anyway? Yeah. I don't know. So it doesn't bother me that. I'd, 
I've seen some of the uh, machine learning editors, and you go, well, that's fine. So for the shit films that nobody cares about anyway, yeah, a machine just... can edit that. Oh, so really? we can Is actually focus that? on you know, doing more engaging and interesting content. There's yeah. lots of stuff around like that at the moment. Like, you can go, there's a, there's a tool online where it's just a bank of like 2,000 video clips, and you can just put text over the top of it. And you you pick ten clips, you put your text on, and bang, you've got a video. Yeah. Don't expect anyone to be engaged by it. Don't like they're saying like video is really important for SEO and blah blah. Yeah, but don't just make a shit video and put it on your website <laughs> yeah. and think it's going to do anything because it won't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think I've got off topic again. We it's always that, do. It's sorry. that bug spray, man. <laughs> really got to my head. How long have we been recording for? We've been recording for forty minutes. That's not bad. Have we, have we done both topics already? Yeah, but we, we're still on track, though, because we, we kind of started out talking about leaving the house and, and, and getting a, st- a studio, etc. And we sort of evolved it into talking about that we, we don't need to leave the what house anymore. What are you doing anymore. with your hands? What? You can't see what he's doing with his hands, listeners, but he's sort of <laughs> massaging his words as he's saying them. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and now we don't need to leave the house and we can just... We, in, we don't have to necessarily do anything. And no, but you we, leave. We can the, just focus on our families. No, 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 you know, you still have to leave because you want to leave the house because you leave to go. You, There's too to many work. people in the world, Stuart. There is too many people in the world, Rob. We can't fix that. There's no jobs. What? Right? Are you going to turn into <laughs> someone from the BMP here? <laughs> 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 well, I, we you, you made your own job, right? One thing that confuses me, right, is there are right. There's 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 le- less. There's going to be less jobs and more people in this world, right? Sure. But mind you, you'd need you'd need to have more people to help the more people. <sighs> Say this again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if we're introducing robots and AI into this, yeah. there's going to be even more less jobs, right? Even more less jobs. Yeah. Even fewer jobs Even than other fewer person jobs. would say. Yeah. But you, you, arguably the point of those things is to take away the jobs and the tasks that um, a, a robot can do yeah, better and more efficient. Yeah, but people who are uneducated can do. <laughs> <laughs> right. He is less class than he's coming across right now. But there are, like... Yeah. Oh, God sake, Rob. Um, Should we not have gone into this? Probably not. But <laughs> there is a, like, they take, you have to, as a society, make uh, preparation for taking an entire industry away, which, for example, the Conservatives didn't do when they shut all the mines. They just went, right, mines are closed now. Yeah. And they had an entire generation uh, going, well, I haven't got a job now. What, what am I going to do? It's like, don't know, you'll die soon, don't worry about it. And that's essentially what their response was. There was no preparation for re-educating people or you know, helping people find other jobs, helping people understand how to best use their time. There's no support for it. So when, for example, uh, robots, well, say robots, automated uh, sort of driverless trucks come into force, which they will, that is coming, you can't stop it. It's proven that it'll be safer. Um, you'll take all of the human error out. There will still be accidents and errors, but you will take the vast majority of human errors out. Um, you will have to do something with all those people who are truck drivers and not just cast them out into the world and go, thanks for doing all that. That was great that you did all that. Uh, now, if you just don't mind dying soon, yeah. uh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. That's the issue you have. Those, um, you need to retrain people. You need to 
support people going through that transition because you can't stand in the way of the progress. Yeah. Like you could argue that shutting the mines was a the right thing to do because coal is very dirty and it's not a great industry. Hmm. But stopping like every single northern town from having any work was probably a mistake. What is that country who uh um just pay everyone a salary. That's to stop doing it. It was That's in. It. it was one of the Scandinavian ones. They tried to do it and they did a test and they said it didn't work. Oh, didn't it? Yeah, they argued that it wasn't working as they thought it would do. But again, it's an idea and it has to keep evolving. Mm. I don't disagree with it, but I, like, but someone's done a test and said it doesn't necessarily work. It's not quite as ideal. Yeah. That's where you, every citizen, no matter what, gets a gets a salary, and they say it's cheaper than your um, unemployment. Yeah. Now. It, like I said, Dave said it's not work, but I, don't know, I sort of agree with it. But I'm a daft socialist liberal, so yeah, I agree with everything that's not just like crim- like punishing everybody all the time. That's got really deep. I know. Cool. We weren't meant to be. Political. I'm not. I'm not the political type. You. Everyone's a political type, Rob. Mm, I don't know. I don't shout about it on Facebook like <laughs> absolute nutters, but I think I used to. I used to shout about it a lot more until I realised that no one really cares what you say on social media. Yeah. Hold on. We're reco- this is being recorded for next week. So the World Cup's already been on. Yeah, it has, yeah. yeah. It's not on. It's just not finished, though, is it? No, but it's 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 already started. Yeah. Yeah. Should That's... we talk about the first game? <laughs> it's not been played yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I'm on a slight come down, if I'm really honest, from my bug spray. From the bug spray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where are we up to? Should we have that as the title of our piece? It's been like clickbait. What? Rob and Stu get high on fly spray. We can do if you want. <laughs> I felt pretty fucked up at the start. Yes. And I feel really drained. And I've got a stinking headache like I've been doing poppers all afternoon. <laughs> right, well, I think we're probably out of time, are we? No, no, we've still got 14 minutes left. 14 minutes. We yeah. don't have to fill the time though, Rob. I thought we did. We don't have to, do we? I don't know. Well, okay, we're not asked. Uh, what we've learned this week oh yeah that's a good one yeah. what did you learn this week um, spending money is not a good idea <laughs> it is you enjoy, you've got a new <laughs> camera you enjoy it um, I uh, I'm going back to the secret now right oh, so let's just listen to sake. me right? just listen to me Stuart it, just listen right? right I bought this camera and now I'm getting loads of work coming in for, for freelance stuff as well. Some of it's freelance. Right. Yeah. So how does that work? Did you, by any chance, tell anybody you were buying this camera, Rob? No. No. But I did to you, but you haven't given me any work yet. No. So, <laughs> but have you potentially been offered this sort of work in the past and had to refuse it because you haven't got your own camera? No. 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 So you think that it's the universe is saying, well done, Rob here's some work yeah, here's some work that's what i believe yeah do you actually believe that Rob? i do yeah, i really do believe it i want to get someone on the show who also believes it who we can talk do we to can go and it. find me- there's loads of <laughs> fucking nut jobs wandering around rob we can get people in that can think that so why in with that as a point yeah why does anything bad happen why does anything bad happen? why does anything bad happen to you um I'm not saying that it's always a positive outcome. It could just be that sometimes things happen that are good and sometimes <laughs> things happen that are bad. And <laughs> sometimes it's about the effort that you put in. So you've gone actively and bought this camera, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I guarantee that in the, the window of 
buying it. So if you've actually had conversations with people and you are in their minds, right? Yeah. And then when people have come to you now, they've said, can you do this? Like, actually, yeah, I've got a new camera. That is probably more likely the case. But because you read this book about magic, <laughs> you've forgotten all those other times. And you put all this onus on the magic of the universe rather than the actual hard work and graft that you put in yourself, which I would probably take that, that you've achieved this, not the fucking universe. Create, it has created something. It's, what do you mean it's created something? So me putting in that energy has created something. There's been a result at the end of but it. But it, it, yeah, okay. But it's not the universe giving you that. It's so like, what are you pointing in? What are you doing? <laughs> the effort and energy you put in is paid off with getting work, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That isn't magic. Do you believe it's magic, don't yeah. you? <laughs> you are, why can't you just take and accept the fact that you why did this? Why can't you accept that I think Because it's magic? insane, Ross. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. I would rather look at the, the, the outcome of my life and say, granted I came from a, a massive point of privilege because <laughs> we are white and middle class and live in England, so we've got a leg up over everybody. People don't need to hear this now. Why not? Because they just need to go back to episode three. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up that fucking insane. I told you the names of her other books, didn't I? One of them yeah. is called The Magic. <laughs> I'm like, she's basically fleecing people by going, this is all. Do you believe in magic, Rob? No. Right. Do you not see the connection between. <laughs> do you think that. You do understand that as we are just like significant blips on anything so the universe has got no high or mightier power for I us i think it? we're all connected in some way how are we connected rob um over these mics in front of us <laughs> yeah via xlr yeah yeah um i don't know it's just something i quite like to believe right you know, if i and i That's don't think there's fine. anything wrong with that you know it's like I, if i put if i put it out there to the universe he did inverted commas there, by the it, way. It wants to give back to me. It's like, it's like, for example, Mental. this thing about if you do a good deed, somehow the deed will come back to you. That's fake. Yeah, but it's like, do you believe in fate? I, maybe a little bit. No, but it's, I like, it's I like that. It's absolute nonsense. No, but I like that concept. You may as well believe in fairies and ghosts. That's fine. And right. if you do, that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is, doing a good deed, hopefully, it comes back to you. And if it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Right? Okay. But it's just, it's just doing it because it's a good thing. Right. Yeah. Because these things I basically are say shit. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I can just... Have I shit <laughs> my pants did you just ask me? What's that smell? I can't smell anything. No. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I can't smell a thing. <laughs> Maybe it's the fly spray it's like gone into my Smell Maybe part of the brain. Smell part of the brain. You mean it might have gone up your nose? Right. <laughs> Come on, we've still got nine minutes. We haven't. We don't have to fill the fucking time, Rob. We don't have to. Right. I mean, when we cut it all out, it'll be like five minutes we- long. <coughs> <coughs> we've not got that much stuff to cut out. Yeah, no one's gonna come be speak to us, are they? I think we have to stop talking about the, the that book. Yeah. Or maybe we read a passage out of that book every now and again and discuss it yeah. and discuss its absolute insanity. You haven't actually said what you've learned this week. Uh, what have I learned this week? Because um, you're doing something exciting next week, aren't you? I'm going to Cannes. Yeah, I'm going to the Cannes Lion Festival, yeah. um, which is the Festival of Creativity. Mm. Uh, for a client, we are there. F- <clears throat> we're there for a week. Do you actually get to see Cannes? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, Cannes weird. Though. It's not very big. 
and all these sort of tech companies take over large spaces of the beach. Hmm. So it's not like um, it's not the sort of place that you go for a wander around and have a look around cab. Yeah, it's um, it's not really like, it's it's quite it's really cool. The festival's really cool. We went a couple of years ago for a different client. We've got to do like three, I think it's like three or four pieces of content a day, which sounds a lot, but a quite short piece of content. Mm. Um, sort of things that you can turn around quite quickly. Little interviews with people saying, you know, what they learned from Cannes. I think there's one 360 thing that we have to shoot. Um, the plan is everything has to go live by six o'clock. So it should be quite relaxed after then. Yeah. Um, we're quite looking forward to it. I could, the, the last time we went and did it though, I got sunburned. Like, but I got to the point where I get sunstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to shudder all the time, which is apparently a... You've a, got a bit of an issue, though, going what? to France. You do know that, don't you? What? They don't just shake hands or hug. Oh, they do the kissing thing, don't they? Yeah. No one wants to kiss And me. how many do you do? That's the thing. Cause Two. You, yeah, but sometimes you're going for free. The Polish going for free. At that point, we're making out. That third, <laughs> yeah. one, that third one's got tongues involved. Yeah. <laughs> I, no one's gonna, I'm going to be a big sweaty mess. So yeah. The last time we went, we're on the the roof of the Radisson Hotel, and we get onto the roof. There's no parasols up because we're shooting it in 360, so we didn't want the big parasols up. And uh, I get we get up to the top, and I'm like, "Who's got the the sun lotion?" And everyone else of the team went, oh, we put it all on at the van and left it in the van. I was like, this will go well because I've just shaved my head. <laughs> and after 45 minutes, 50 minutes, just standing in the sun, um, while everyone else was just sort of near parasols, uh, I, I'd shake and skin would just come off me. It'd be like an onion skin of myself. So I've got, I, I, I need to be aware of not fucking letting that happen again. Yeah. Because that really made me quite ill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. I will we'll come back with many a story and I'll maybe bring up the the podcast and see if anyone else has read any mental books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've got a, I think I've got a guest lined up for the next show. Who's actually. that? Well, I can't tell you who it is because it's not doubly, doubly confirmed, but... Doubly, doubly confirmed. Yeah. What does that mean? It's either confirmed or it isn't. You it, don't need to put it's the. Not confirmed, but it's not. It's not double confirmed. <laughs> it's just not confirmed yet. <laughs> Has I she need, confirmed? I need, it, I need it confirmed twice. Has she said? Is it a person? Is it a man or a woman? There's a man and a. I've got a man lined up and I've got a woman lined up. Right. Yeah. So which one's next? I'm not going to say because it's not confirmed. But we'll announce it on Twitter, people. Right. Uh, well, know, day we, underscore came. Uh, yeah, tweet us at day underscore came. Yeah. And thank you very much, Rob. You've been listening to... Not you've been listening. Rob hasn't been, been listening. listening. No, I should do this the other way around. Yeah, thank you very much for listening to the day... Hold on, there's a bit of overlap there. Thank you very much for listening to the day the dog came into the office podcast. I've been your host, Stuart Warrington, uh, doing a far better intro than Rob Barker did last time. Uh, Rob Barker's been my co-host here. Hello. No, not hello. Oh, Goodbye, we're going. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll just play the jingle. <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs>